What it do, baby? What it do? Welcome to the last episode of Soccer Block for now for season one. It's your boy Kwame. Uh, we don't have any special guests, but we have our beautiful podcast group. I have Chelsea, Gwen, Quake, Maria, and Kim on the line. What it do, y'all? How y'all feeling? Remember, no one can see you, so I feel like I should say something. So, Chelsea, how you doing? What's up, Chelsea? Hey, Kwame. I'm doing great, honestly. School is wrapping up, so that's always a plus. Yes. Um, Christmas is around the corner, so that's definitely another plus. So I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Yes, absolutely. And happy holidays to everybody that is listening on here right now. Gwen, how you feeling, Gwen? How you feeling? I am doing good. Um, like Chelsea said, Christmas is around the corner, so that's exciting. 2020 is almost over. Finally, after 10 years, 2020 is almost over. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. <laughs> For 10 years, though? 10 years. All right. It feels like that. <laughs> it does feel like that. 10 years of being in 2020. Wow. Yep. Uh, Kwaku, how you feeling, my brother? Um, I'm, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling fine. Uh, I'm excited. I'm getting the P5. What is it? Next week. So I'm happy about it. You know, something good out of 2020. Yo, give this so. man, I don't know. Listen, if you get another PS5, hook a brother up. I'm just saying, you got the money. Man. You balling. I hear a shot caller. Giveaway. Quaku's giving away a PS5. Hey, They're going to start looking for Quaku. My name is not Benjamin Franklin. All right? I don't got it like that. <laughs> No, that's understandable. Maria! Maria, how you feeling, Maria? I'm feeling good. Um, I'm just excited for the year to be over, hoping for good new changes. No bad ones, please. Please, 2021, please. It was good. But, um, nice. yeah, just, just wrapping up this year, ready for some good changes. Yeah, facts, big facts, man. I appreciate that. And last but not least, Kim. How you feeling, Kim? I'm doing well. I'm very excited for the for my first semester in college to end, just because I've been sitting in front of the computer for hours because of the workload. Um, so that's exciting. And Christmas is almost here. Facts. Listen, um, I feel like people should not be in front of a computer for eight hours straight like that's just crazy to me eight hours plus that's what i feel like but um i digress that's the climate that we're living in right now but kim i know that you're killing it i know marie you're killing it i know quaker you're killing it gwen you got a full-time job shout out to you hey chelsea i know you're killing it uh, in school so this episode that you're listening to right now is just we're just going to wrap up of what 2020 meant to us and basically wrapping up our first season doing our podcast you know we had some memorable moments with special guests but this is not about me this is about chelsea gwen kwaku marie and kim um just wanted to hear how you guys felt um and so i'll start off with kim on this one through this journey of this first season doing Soccer Block um, and Soccer Block podcast, 
Um, what did you learn about yourself through this journey? Okay, so starting at the very beginning, I remember we were in the office, we record on the little, I think on an iPhone, and we didn't have any like mics, any headphones, nothing. So, I mean, those are like great memories just because that was like the beginning of the podcast. That was the start of it. Um, but up until now, I think this journey has been, you know, really great, a great experience. Uh, the first season has a lot of, you know, good mix of the different um, topics, different ingredients that we have talked about. And something I've learned about myself, I think it's, I feel like because of the podcast, um, I don't feel as closed off as I used to be. I think I have used my voice more, especially like in college. I don't get as nervous as before um, when the professor calls on me or like when um, nobody's talking and they're asking for volunteers. I just take initiative for myself and like uh, ask questions or answer the question that the professor's saying. But overall, I think the experience for this first season has been just amazing. That's really great. I'm so glad that you are um, coming outside your box. That's really awesome. <clears throat> Quaco, um, same question, my guy. What did you learn about yourself through this journey of the first season? Uh one of the one of like the I think probably like the main thing I learned about myself is to not stress about things I can't control and just don't have expectation for other people, but like just have my own expectation because if you have expectations for other people and they don't fulfill those expectations, you kind of like let yourself down. So just live in the moment and have your own live in the moment, have your own expectations, and just see how it goes. I like that. I like that. Um, Maria, uh, what did you learn about yourself through this journey? Well, well, first I wanted to say that, like, it was really cool to see, like Kimberly said, just the progress that we made from going from, like, what she said, the iPhone into, like, this kind of, like, studio space that we made. It was really cool. And also connecting to Kwaku is kind of, like, reminding yourself to be kind to yourself because you tend to, I guess for everyone, you tend to be more hard on yourself as opposed to others, like, yeah, like we said, people have expectations of you, but then, like, it's, it's kind of hard to, like, kind of forgive yourself, and it it, it it shouldn't be that way, you know, you should be kinder to yourself. Absolutely, absolutely, gotta be kinder to yourself and love yourself first. Chelsky, Chelsky, aka known as City, what, what did you learn about yourself through this journey so far? Um, I learned that self-discipline is not as easy as it sounds. I think that when you're in a routine, it's really easy to get comfortable in that routine. So having to adapt, I think is a new skill that everyone should add to their resume, like being able to adapt in situations because it's not as easy as it sounds. And um, I think I also learned that being driven like that can decrease as time goes by and situations go on. Like I know a lot of people that like 2020 hit them really bad. They lost a lot of people um, and they still have to find strength within themselves to stay driven. And I think that um, with our podcast, I'm very grateful that I get to learn from all of you and our special like guests that come on 
Um, and I think being educated is something that is really important too. While things get tough, I think staying educated and trying to make a difference, whether it's through your voice or physically, um, especially in times like this, it's definitely, definitely important. So I learned quite a few things, um, but definitely trying to, I'm still learning um, on self-discipline because we haven't gotten there yet. I'm very impulsive. I'm very, yeah, not a lot of self-discipline. It's understandable. And I think throughout our lives, we're always going to be involved and make sure that we are um, always being better, you know, like always better ourselves. So it's okay. Self-discipline is, is going to, it's going to get a lot, a little bit easier and then something else might come up and then we got to learn that. Um, Gwen, Gwen Delane. Yes. Um, I think everyone hit really great points. Um, going on to what Maria said, I think that one resonated with me more kind of in the beginning of the podcast. And I, we could probably all relate to that. We were very nitpicky, like hearing our first audio back, like, why did I say that word so many times? Or like, does my voice sound like that? And it's like, over time, I kind of learned to like, not care. Like, I don't really like when I listen back to it, I don't really try to like nitpick out what I said is like, if it happened to happen and like just let it go kind of thing and just like chelsea said with the education part i think uh, we had a lot of great conversations that opened my uh, my eyes for example like when we had like the um, black history month conversation like that was something that i was able to like sit back listen to and like uh, like kind of like just let it come into my mind and like think about it and i just learned a lot from that conversation i think that was great like learning from everybody here learning about new topics that I wasn't exposed to before. And I think this is what the the podcast is all about. Yeah, big facts. Um, you know, that's such a good way to go into this next question for everyone. Wait, 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 Kwame, Kwame, you didn't tell us what you learned this year, sir. <laughs> go on. <laughs> Management. Uh, that's what I learned. Learning how to manage a podcast and making sure that everybody's voices are heard and asking them questions and, making sure that the podcast flows and, and all that. So it's not easy, but, I, you know, like Chelsea said it in, like, episode 12, she was like, this is not easy, Kwame. You know, like, when, when we were doing with Zara and Zoe um, from Melbourne and uh, Manchester. Um, but, yeah, it's really not easy trying to bring everybody together and, and, and drive the conversation properly. So that's what I really learned about myself and, and understanding everybody's different, you know, like everybody's not the same. So we have to uh, make sure that we are um, accommodating, but also being very um, straight to the point of like, this is what needs to happen. Um, so I appreciate that, Chelsea. But going to <laughs> that next question of, you know, Gwen was saying um, like the episode she was reminiscing on, but for everybody that's here, what was your favorite episode of season one? What was your favorite episode? I'm, and I'm going to start off with Chelsea. Yeah, tell me what was your favorite episode and why. <laughs> okay, my favorite episode was the Hispanic Heritage episode um, because it was... Sorry, Maria. <laughs> um, we probably have different reasons, but my reason is because it was very funny and it was also very informative. I think that hearing from different people's perspectives, again, conversations like this can be uncomfortable, but I think it's very important to have these conversations. So when I was listening to the podcast, I was 
one, learning new things and hearing from different perspectives, obviously, and also just relating to some of those perspectives. So I think that, and it was funny. So it wasn't as like, you know, like Zoom University where you're like sitting and you're hearing the professor talk and it's like, uh, it was actually funny. So I definitely, um, that was definitely my favorite episode from season one. Got you, got you. Um, Kweku, Kweku, what was your favorite uh, episode? Uh, my favorite episode got to be, what is it, the first episode. The, I feel like the first episode was just us being uncomfortable, but comfortable in the same in the same situation and just being at the office, just sitting down with the phone on the table, trying to like go forward and move back, you know, <laughs> just trying to like, what is it, telling the people about us and what this first season was going to be about. So I feel like that was my first, my favorite episode. Listen, that episode was just hilarious to me because literally we were all like, I just want to like paint a picture in people's minds of like how we did this episode. So we had just an iPhone, y'all, a regular iPhone. And we were all around this one table, chairs in a circle, right? And every time one person would talk, they would move forward. (laughs) Every (laughs) time, anytime. So when else would speak, then you just move back and the next person move forward. And so it was just funny and brings it brings back memories of like how we started and and how we are now. Um and so yeah, that that, that brings back a lot of memories. Um that's really good. Gwen, Gwen, tell me your favorite um, episode. I have of course that's to be the one. Yeah. I have I have two. I have two. I think my favorite episode, one of my favorite episodes was the Hispanic Heritage one. It was super funny. You know, the Cooligans are just amazing. They can make a joke out of anything. Um, so it was really great having them on and and talking to them. And it's true, like Chelsea said, I mean, even though we're, we were all Hispanic, we all have different kind of like outlooks on life or including Kwame. Um, we have different outlooks on life and like we go about things differently. And I was learning myself. Um, I think my second one would be um, the Woman History Month one as well. I think it was an important conversation. Um, I think it's needed. I think women need to be represented more in sports. And I think it was really great to kind of have that conversation where we were able to express how we feel, like the experiences we went through, um, whether it's in school or in work. And um, hopefully like that opens doors for more conversations like that to happen down the line where um, we can all learn from women because I think we have a lot of great things to say. Um, but those were my two absolutely favorite ones. Got you, got you, Kim. And then the editor is going to be last. Um, Kim, what was your favorite episode? My favorite episode, I think, was uh, the health and wellness one. Just because uh, we like uh, we talked about um, health and like how uh, because of COVID nineteen, how we how everything has changed and how we find like different ways to take better care of ourselves mentally and physically and how like um, our daily routines have changed so much and have gone into like this virtual world where um, we spend uh, hours in and sometimes we don't even like go outside. So um, having that episode there, it also like shows our like our listeners tips to take better care of themselves and learn like other stuff they can do while staying at home and taking care of themselves mentally and physically throughout the day and um even for like the past few months so i think that was my favorite episode yeah that was a good episode i remember that episode that was back in like may though it's crazy 
Um, that's like heightened, heightened pandemic. Uh, Maria, editor, the editor in chief. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me what was your favorite episode? Because I know you listen to all these episodes like a hundred times. So yeah, um, at least from my perspective, um, <laughs> uh, episode thirteen was definitely my favorite as well. Just like Gwen and Chelsea, just because when I was editing it, <laughs> it was um, I didn't get really. Like, I didn't get tired of listening to it. It was just really funny every single time that I would listen to it. And actually, it was funny, too, because um, I didn't really have to go back that much. Like, just the flow of the conversation was really great, and I really liked it. Um, it was, like, a good balance of funny and uh, being funny and serious. And then there's also, like, I, I could really relate to them in the sense that when they were talking about their experiences, it was, like, it kind of reminded me that you shouldn't kind of let your let your experiences define you and you should like grow from them and just make progress like yeah i think that's that's an episode where we had people that already did a podcast that already know how to do a podcast make it easier just like um with uh the women in soccer Susanna collins, yeah, Susanna collins. julian sockowitz exactly they already know how to do it so I know that it would be easy for you guys to, um, well, easy for you, Maria, to edit those. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I kind of strive to be like them, like in the sense like being able to talk like that, just slow, and then it's really cool. That's that's years of experience, though. Like that's not even like two years, one year. That's like a couple of years, like doing this this craft. But that's it's it's practice. It's practice. And I, what I'll say for my episode that is the favorite, I'll say episode seven. And episode seven is when we when when we talked about COVID nineteen, and basically when we changed to virtual for our podcast. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That's right after um, Susanna Collins and, and Jillian was on our episode. That's like the next episode that we got when we were in quarantine and everybody was home no one would be outside that's my favorite i only say that because it was a change of scenery for us and and it and it kind of was like refreshing kind of because like we didn't really have to go outside we could be together i could actually see you guys we could actually talk um, and big shout out to um, Cisco, right, for allowing us to to use the platform um, and allowing us to record on this on this platform. So big shout out to Cisco um, for for doing that. So yeah, that's that's my favorite episode. And and what I would say is knowing that 2020, even though that you know our that episode that I was talking about like really changed the game because if we didn't have Cisco, we wouldn't be able to record and and all that good stuff, but what are some of the biggest challenges you faced in 2020 mentally? Um, I'm going to let y'all ponder on that, right? Um, and what I'll say for my biggest challenge that I face is I'm such a people's person that I need, I, I like, okay, like two months in, I was like, all right, this is, this is all right. That third month, I was like, I need to see people. <laughs> I need to talk to people. I need to be in face to face. Have 
conversations instead of being over just over the computer like Kim was saying earlier with school. Um, so that's the biggest challenge I face. Like I needed to talk to people in front of like face to face. Um, I'll go to um, Kweku on this one. Kweku, what was your biggest challenge you faced in 2020? Mentally. Mentally, Mentally my biggest challenge was probably like trying to figure out like a routine, like a daily routine. Because usually without the COVID, my routine would be different, not just going to sleep and waking up, you know, and taking a shower, eating and doing the, do my assignment and going back to sleep or whatever. So like, it was just mentally challenged that I have to, like, this has become like the new norm that nobody really expected. Because people was like on January 1st in 2020, like, oh, yeah, this is about to be a good year, you know. <laughs> I make a, <laughs> you know, this is like this is my checklist. This is what I want to do. Then out of nowhere, like, wow, like <laughs> it took like a a U turn or something, you know. So, so oh no, so this up, yeah, this upcoming year, I don't think I'm, I'm gonna make any checklist, so because I don't want to jinx it. So <laughs> I saw I saw a meme that what is it said that the clock is gonna go from from eleven. 59 to 1160. <laughs> so, That's I think that would be, if that happens, I, I don't know. I'll just be, I'll just be done with 2020. Cause it's like, you just suck. So, I think, yeah, back to the question, the most challenging was like trying to figure out like a routine to become this new norm. Yeah. No, I feel you. I definitely feel you because 2020 was my year to travel. I was like, yeah, I'm going to travel. We going. We going places. I booked my trip to Australia. I was like, yeah, I'm going to Australia. Going to, you know what I mean? And then and then 2020 hit. January, I was like, yeah. Because, you know, my, my trip was in March, right? The end of March. The middle of March, actually. So I was like, yeah. February was like, yeah, we got a little COVID situation. I was like, COVID not going to stop me. They're not going to stop me. March can't. I can't travel. I can't do nothing. So, nah, I understand. And also, too, mentally, like, seeing George Floyd get killed, that was, that was, that was, that was the tipping point for me, too. Mentally. I was like, so we just going to, oh, so we just going to kill somebody. Like, oh, okay, got you. Okay. And then my mental state was just, I couldn't think. For like two weeks. I couldn't do work for two weeks. I was like, this is not it. So I understand, my brother. I understand. Yo, Maria! Will you see the roll of the tongue? Maria! Woo! Maria, what was your biggest challenge of, um, you face so far in 2020 mentally? It's kind of like Kweku, where it was kind of hard to navigate and find like that routine. It's kind of just repeating the same thing. Like, you know, it was just like driving me crazy. Yeah. And I, I kind of got into like a slump and it, it was really hard, but I don't know. But it, I just, I just, um, getting out of that and like, I don't know, just talking about it was good. And then just, just not being able to go out and like talk to people. Cause I thought like I liked, I, I thought I was kind of like, I'm, I am an introvert, but I thought I was more like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I could stay home. You know, it's, it's easy. It's going to be easy. I like staying home. And then, and then just two, three months after, I was like, I don't want to be home no more, please. <laughs> help me, please, help me, help me. And it's just like, I don't know, kind of 
finding a place where you can actually do work instead of procrastinating was hard. My room, I my room is just for relaxing. <laughs> I can't get no work in my room done. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, in school, like I would stay late at school just to get work done because I was like, I know when I get home, I'm not getting anything done. So, so yeah, it was just it was really hard to um, figure figure it out, but it's 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 better to just it to adapt at least. Yeah. No, I feel you. I totally feel you. Yeah, no. Being in your room and doing work is like, all right, I'm a, I'm gonna go take a nap for a couple of couple of minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then that, a couple of hours, exactly. And then a couple of hours, <laughs> every couple of minutes turn to a couple of hours. You're like, oh, it's five o'clock. Well, I got no work to do anyway. It's done. Work over. <laughs> I think I just got in trouble. That was that was that was before. That was in the beginning of the pandemic, y'all. That was beginning that's right? the past you don't have to reminisce on the exactly, past exactly exactly ignore that props don't even don't even worry about that exactly <laughs> don't even worry about that don't worry about yeah, that yeah prospero is Kwame's boss well actually our boss so don't worry about that sweetheart don't worry mm-hmm. about that chelsea since you want to butt in <laughs> what was your biggest challenges in 2020 <clears throat> um my biggest challenge was definitely just Staying focused, uh, I think that my mind would kind of just wander and I'll make excuses. And I realized that if you want something, you have to work for it regardless of the circumstance. Um, So definitely, again, self-discipline, as I mentioned earlier, just kind of not planning out my goals, but writing out my goals or even tasks that I have to complete and actually completing them. It sounds so easy, but in the moment when your bed is right next to you and it's just there watching you, it's like take a nap, watch Grey's Anatomy, or actually do an essay that was due last week. You know, like, it's just these options are... <laughs> <laughs> these options is weighing on my mind. You have options. So when you have options, it's kind of like difficult. It gives you the ability to choose, which is but you but you chose your work. Bittersweet. Though. You chose your work, though, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gwen, uh, Gwen. say yes. <laughs> what was your challenges? What was your challenges? Um, I think the most challenging moment of or mentally to deal with twenty twenty, I think, was realizing my life, like my life, was going to be put on pause or not being able to experience everything that I should have experienced in 2020. Like you mentioned, Kwame, like I was going to travel for the first time ever in 2020 in March as well. And two days before I was going to leave, it was like shut down. Um, So that was very disappointing. I graduated this year from college, which I wasn't able to go to graduation, celebrate with my family and friends, um, which would might be my last graduation unless I go to grad school, which I don't think I'm going to do. So this might have been my very last graduation that I didn't get to experience. Um, and just stuff like that, like even like great accomplishments, like getting a job, like that would have been so amazing to, you know, like have dinner with my friends and talk about it and, you know, and like just be able to celebrate. And I think it was just hard to like realize that these little moments that you'll never get back, like these first times, these last times, like that you never will actually ever get to celebrate because of the pandemic was kind of hard for me to like grapple with um as well as just like what Kwame said about the George Floyd um killing 
I think we should also give a special shout out to like our Black History Month podcast episode where we were having those difficult conversations prior to that. CITC is always having those difficult conversations. And I think that's something that we should be proud of, that we're always speaking up and always the first talking in social media and posting about it. So I think even when that happened, um, we went right to the to our origin and we had difficult conversations in the Wild Sea, which led to power of the vote. And it's just, I think stuff like that, where it's even when you're having a hard time mentally, it just, what do you do with that? Like, what are your next steps? And it's like, are you gonna dwell on it? Or are you gonna create change? And mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that I'm very proud of, of this group was that we didn't just like dwell on 2020. We actually did something and right. we actually <clears throat> created some change. Facts, big shout out to, to Kim though, for making that power to vote though. Kim was the, the, the person to get power to vote, uh, moving and, and, and doing this thing. So shout out to you, Kim. <clears throat> but yeah, no, 2020, you know, we can talk about the good in 2020. Let's do that really quick. One word or one thing that was good in 2020. Chelsea, go. Adaptability. Uh-huh. Quick, we'll go. Go. <laughs> so, Heard you. Give, go. You said one word, right? One word or one thing that you, you, that you basically um, accomplished or enjoyed about 2020. Self-care. Mm, I love that. I'll say photography, my photography. Gwen. Oh. All right. I got, I got mine. I got mine. I got mine. Okay. okay. I would say um, life changes. Life changes. Maria. I would say music because music kind of helped me. You know, an artist taking out music. So that oh, helped me to stay sane. That's right. Listen, listen, that's really great. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. And the last thing I would say um, is with this, and this would be the last question of, of about this episode what adjustments did you have to do with COVID-19 and you could you could talk about school you could talk about job you could talk about friends you could talk about anything uh why y'all think about that I would say adjusting to be more organized with my work um making sure that everything that is put on the table is fixed up and done properly, done well, and um, being finished on time. And if it's not on done on time, you tell the pe- tell people, being accountable um, and saying I need more time and being open and honest about that. So I think that 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 was an adjust- adjustment for me, and also being more hungry. Being more hungry, meaning if I got more work on top of my work, that that work has been done too as well. So being more hungry, being more determined on that sense, being adjustable. Uh, Kweku. I had to like adjust to not be lazy. Mm. You know, since my routine changed and everything, I had to adjust to me to see that like the workouts, I do have to be consistent with it and not slack, you know, because one, one inconsistency, I just get lazy. I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna do this workout. I'm not gonna do that. And also another adjustment is being mindful of the people I'm around. Because like, let's say like if I'm going outside, I'm taking a train, I'm doing this and that. I have to make sure that I have a mask on or the person that's next to me, he doesn't have a mask, you know, just 
give them a mask and also making sure that I have a little hand sanitizer bottle in my pocket wherever I go, you know, and not, not touching too many things when I'm outside. I'm just making sure that I go take the test so I make sure that I'm like, I'm not, what is it, positive or anything like that. Because especially my mom works at, at a nursing home, so she always has to be extra careful when she came home. It was a different routine when she came home, like she had to change everything, like make sure she had, she sanitized herself when she was in front of the door, you know, take her stuff to the bathroom, clean up, you know, shower before she came in contact with us and things like that. We also have to be careful and make, take that precaution that we don't do anything that's going to affect her and the people that she works with at work. So that was like a very big adjustment, a big adjustment for me and my little brother and my mom. Big facts, big facts. Um, Maria. An adjustment that I did have was kind of making that line of when to stop procrastinating and like, because um, there was, it was really hard to just get work done. And then um, this one was also for school where I would have to put like my schedule on the fridge so that my parents could see like when I was in class or when I was doing something, I would have to tell them physically like, hey, I have class at this time, even though the schedule's right there, you could look at it. I have meeting too as well. So it was, it was just that because it's like the noise uh, and, and like, or like my brothers would play music. There was this one time where my professor was like, oh, I hear some music in the background. And it was like my brother playing some Mexican music. So, you know, it was very <laughs> embarrassing, but, <laughs> but you know, you, you, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I didn't even know it was me, but you know, just, just things like that. Um, kind of, yeah. <laughs> It's lit. It's lit. Play some Mexican music. You feel me? You know. Um, Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. Um, Kim. Okay, I have to agree with Maria. Um, especially like the sound that's like adjustable, like being in class, because my dad likes to make a lot of noise when he's cooking, so all you hear. Like once I was like talking, all you hear is like my dad moved like the pots, and then the professor was like, "Who who has their mic on? Like turn it off or something," and I was like, and I turned it off, and I was like, "Dad, stop moving everything. I'm in class. I'm participating." And he was like, "I am not making noise. Like I'm not doing anything." <laughs> yeah, so that's um something I have to agree with Maria. Also, um the Wi-Fi, I have so like difficulty with the wi-fi it's it has kicked me out of class so many times it has like um not worked for like a whole two uh two days where um i had to use my phone um to go to class so i had to adjust with that um something else is uh staying motivated uh i like at some point was like should i go to class like should i even know try and <laughs> because I didn't even want to like leave the bed because honestly I was like oh this is probably not even kind of like worth it anymore but um finding motivation to continue um I think that was something I had to really adjust and you know similar to uh Kweku, like getting getting up and like doing exercise like that I started doing more exercise because before it was like Oh, Friday, Saturdays, I would have, or even Sundays, I would just be outside running, playing soccer. And throughout the weekdays, too, like, I would just have soccer practice. But that, that like, changed so much. And so I, I even had to, like, 
um, through like virtual soccer practice. So adjusting to that and like sharing the space with family was um, something I really had to adjust to. And oh, going back to the Wi-Fi part, I know some people say I'm the like most patient with um, doing stuff, but with the Wi-Fi, I like really wanted like to smack the Wi-Fi box just because it, it didn't want to work. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. Sometimes the Wi-Fi be acting up. I had, well, we're not going to talk about the summer because I had eight days of no electricity. Eight days. And this is summer. We talk about heat. So we're not going to bring that up. But thank you for talking about that, Kimberly. I appreciate that. Go ahead. Go ahead and let. Yes. Um, I think one of the things I had to adjust the most was probably my outlook on like life as well as when I say that it's because I think I do, I'm this year really humbled me just like seeing everything that was happening in the world like seeing people lose family members and seeing people lose their jobs and have to go on food lines and um, not even be able to get a f- unemployment I think it just made me really grateful for everything okay. I have um, also like, just like when I would hear my mom and sister come back from work from the hospital and they'll tell me stories about, um, their patients who just passed away and like, um, what they were saying to them. I think it just kind of like really instilled a lot in me. Um, I think I also had to adjust my priorities. I mean, I love, I love my friends. I love my family, but it was really of like, do I not see them and put that aside just to make sure I'm safe, make sure I keep my dad safe, keep my sister safe. Or, you know, do I take that risk? And I and and twenty twenty really made me think on like what was more important? Was it like health or was it just seeing people? Um, so I think that was one of the biggest things because I'm I'm always like, I wanna see my friends, I wanna hang out, all this and I do wanna stay home too, but <laughs> like that was always something I love to do and I think that twenty twenty was just like you gotta get your priorities straight. Like that's not the most important thing. I think keeping my friends safe themselves is more important to me than seeing them. If I can keep them healthy by staying away from them, I'm gonna do that um, and vice versa. So I think that was that was the biggest adjustment this year. Gotcha. And Chelsky. Um, my biggest adjustment was definitely one, going back to school because I took a semester off um, spring of 2020. So just let alone getting back into the routine of working and going to school at the same time. But now it was working online, going to school online. I think it's not an excuse, but it's just I feel like I wasn't ready mentally. I didn't want it as bad as I thought I did because of my performance. I'm not failing, but I just, I'm very, I'm very hard on myself. I'm very like, I need to get A's. And if I don't get A's, I'm not like as good. But I think that I also had to like check myself. And it's like uh, Maria said earlier, just be kinder to yourself. I think that with expectations from others, you create this own pressure upon yourself. So then I feel like that's where your own expectations come out as well. So just adjusting, being kinder to myself, but also getting ish done, you know, because it's okay to curse. There's this, (laughs) there's this quote that's like, I'm not even going to try and remember it, but it's basically saying that (laughs) I forgot it, but it's saying that it seems impossible until it's done. 
essentially. So first you just need to get it done and then it's no longer impossible. So that goes for work, that goes for schoolwork. Trust me, Kim, when it's like 10 a.m., I wake up 9.59 and I'm like, should I even join? And then I have an 8.30 on Wednesday and I'm like, nah, we should sleep in. But then I think again, it's like, you have to be grateful for an education because not everyone gets to have one. So I think it's just, again, back to what Gwen said, priority. So I think everything everyone said, it's just depending on how you, depending on your perspective, it's um, adjusting to a lot of things. So it's a lot on your body. It's a lot on your mental health. So checking your mental health definitely is important. Big facts. That's so true. Um, Definitely. 2020 has taught us to make sure that our mentals is, is good. Seriously. Like checking on yourself, self-care, like Kim was saying. Final thoughts, y'all. Final thoughts of 2020. Just final thoughts of 2020 or what you want to expect in 2021. Now, we don't want to jinx it like Kwaku says, so let's just, let's just keep it to no expectations. No expectations is fine. Because, uh, that's fine. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Quickly, go first, my guy. Uh, uh, last thoughts. Last last thoughts of 2020 in general or about the podcast in general just anything anything you want to, you want the listeners to know uh is that this is like a like a good group that I'm glad to be part of uh, starting from like the first the first episode and prior to just planning it you know we have came from like afar you know our differences make us who we are and I'm glad to have that and our diversity makes us also like a better team. And just working together has just been, what is it, good. I think good for me, because I've learned from each of one of you. And just for 2020 in general, it has just opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. And especially what is it, like the protests and the, like the police brutality and, and things like that of sort. Uh, it's, it hurts. It hurts me sometimes that this, what is it, police brutality against against people of my color, and just what is it? It's just it's hard just just to see that it's 2020 and and things like this are still happening. You know, it has become like an a normal thing. You know, and it sh- it shouldn't be normal for. A black person, whatever gender the black person is, to be to be hurt by a cop, you know. And with that George Floyd thing, like Kwame said earlier, like you know, it's really like like they don't care about. I don't think they care about people people of our kind, you know. They don't care about our color because like the video was like was just hurtful. You can't you can't even. You can't even watch the whole video, you know? Like, I never Googled or anything and watched the whole video. It was just clips I've seen on social media, and it's still hurt to see what they did to George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, you know, all these other people that have just, just in 2020, and it wasn't like, and that was happening now, there was a pandemic going on, and it was just, it was like, we had to deal with a pandemic, and we had to deal with, with this injustice and unfair treatment among us is it's just it's hard 
and having the presidency, everything going on, you know. And but I feel like what was a positive thing it came out of it with with Gwen, Kimberly, and Kwame, you know, doing the parts of law, you know. It was really a turn out for a lot of youth to dwell, you know, and it was, I feel like it was really incredible. And this is just like the new beginning of something that is going to not just change 2020, but like for future even, you know, change six time and we just have to continue and push each other out. And it's like my last thing I have to say is just be, 2020 just opened a lot of people's eyes, you know. Yeah. It just was it was an eye opener. It was an eye opener. People thought I feel like people thought you know when they hear about like racism, you know, just like some something regular, you know. But like for like 2020 and with the with the advancement of technology, I feel like it really like pushed people like oh you know I got to do something you know even though I'm not black what is it. I have to stand with my ally, you know, people of color, people of white people, brown, black and brown, you know, everybody came together, you know, and that was, that was something that I haven't seen in like, in my life. So it was just a big testament to if we work together, you know, there's nothing I could stop us, you know, so those are like my last thoughts of 2020. I'll say you. Thank you, Pekki, for that. Um, appreciate that. Kim, do you, what's your final thoughts on just 2020 or just in general? My final thoughts? I guess 2020, um, you know, everyone welcomes the new year with their hands open, celebrating, and just like enjoying the year. But 2020 overall, I guess, um, like Pekki said, was really eye opening. Uh, not only to um, like ourselves, but also um, society. Um, I think that through twenty twenty, I was able to you know learn so much from just uh, just being at home, just about myself, about society, and how you know society sometimes doesn't even want you to continue or to strive for better, but you just have to take your own initiative to strive to be yourself, to be someone um, that you think, um, to reach, well, someone that you think you can be, just uh, the possibilities that, that are out there, just take them. Um, you can grow as a person and just keep going and developing yourself. So I think that's uh, one of the things 2020 has shown me. And also um, taking care of yourself, just like Gwen said, um, not being selfish, put on a mask, um, you know, staying, having the hand sanitizer or mask on, it, it um, stops somehow, you know, the spread of COVID, um, the numbers are going higher and higher. And seeing that is actually scary. Like uh, at some point I didn't even want to walk out just because of the numbers. Uh, I want to stay inside. So, um, yeah, and then well, I want to add on saying that there's always like you know motivation that you can find within um, finding new hobbies, finding ways to do exercises, and more. I think that's 
one way to stay motivated and just um, going into the new year, kind of like stay open-minded, but also, um, you know, know that the new year may bring changes, may not, but um, I don't want to like jinx anything. So that's why I don't want to really touch base on the new year. But hopefully that the new year, I just want to hope that the new year brings a lot of great changes and that um, we should all stay positive just because um, COVID-19 may have an end and there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Big facts, big facts. Thank you, Kim. I think um, I agree with uh, Kim and Kweku what they were saying and it's kind of like sat on I guess what this year was really kind of a, a slap in the face, uh, kind of regarding about how the reality of things really are. And then especially with the whole pandemic. And I don't know, it, it, um, it was definitely hard for a lot of people, for everybody. And I think that you have to kind of find motivation. And although it is hard, kind of also check on your mental health. Don't push things away, even like, uh, like schoolwork, anything, just Check on your friends. Make sure that you're okay as well, because just know that there's people out there that care about you, and that yeah, just don't give up. Yeah, keep it pushing, because the it, it's hard, but we can't we can't really pause life, unfortunately. So I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Thank you, Maria. Appreciate you. Um, Gwendolyn. Hey. Um, oh, wow. Final thoughts on 2020. Okay. That's a lot. Um, I think for 2020, I would say, um, even though a lot of like really horrible things happened this year, there was some positivity on like those outcomes. I think a lot of people around the country kind of got together and tried to make change together and spoke out more. And, um, people weren't so scared to speak out anymore. Um, a lot of people who would just either be in the dark on social media, took to social media and, and try to put information out there. <clears throat> and I think that's 2020 was really about educating yourself and which is always a good thing to continue educating yourself on. Even if you think you know about a topic, just keep reading up on it. Um, so even though horrible things happen, I, it's up to you on how you handle the situation. Um, and I think a lot of people handle 2020 either they decided to let it affect them, which is totally fine. I mean, depending on your mental state, that might happen. Or you decided to make change and you decided to better yourself. Or um, like Chelsea, like she went back to school, which is incredible. And she went back to school in the middle of a pandemic, which is not easy. Like that's an adjustment, but like things happen and, and you have to roll with the punches and just be grateful for what you have and count your blessings um, and just hopefully keep, keep, being positive for the future and we'll see what we'll see what it brings i'm not going to jinx anything but i think as long as we have we keep positive then whatever comes our way we're going to be able to to deal with it Absolutely. and keep wearing your mask get to wear your mask chelsea so my last thoughts in 2020 are definitely um just appreciate those that are in your life because I know it's so cliche to say, but I think it's extremely necessary. Um, just appreciate the people in your life because you never know, right? Like no one knew this pandemic was going to hit. And then it's like, oh, I wish I got to do this. I wish I got to do that. 
And now it's like, okay, but you don't want to live in regret and you should appreciate your family for everything. Like even if it's dinner on your table, because this pandemic has shown the world that people work two jobs or maybe three jobs just to support their family and adapting is not as easy when it's you have to you're a single parent or even if you have both parents and they lose their job right so it's being grateful for what you have regardless of what you have like there's a song by j cole it's called love yours and i don't know that song i feel like if you guys can take a listen because it tells you that regardless of what other people have love what you have because it's it's not nothing you know your family is important your friends are important your education is important um so definitely love yours and um i also have this quote that i found actually i saw it today and it says grapes must be crushed to make wine diamonds form under pressure olives are pressed to release oil and seeds grow in darkness so whenever you feel crushed under pressure press pressed or in darkness you are in a powerful place of transformation so I feel like this year definitely is allowing us to transform, hopefully into our better self, um, but just allowing us to become better versions of ourselves and see the world from a different perspective. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I think of 2020. Absolutely, absolutely. Just my final thought is, it'll be quick. Be humble at all times because you never know be humble at all times. And then also every single day that you wake up, take advantage of it. Because you never know when it's your last day on this earth. Um, and, and make sure it's, it's, it's done properly, you know, um, that you want to make change, um, and see change, um, for yourself and for, for other people and work hard for it. So, um, that's what I would say. And also, in 2021, everybody wash your nasty hand. Wash your hands every single time you come out that bathroom. Every single time you 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 just every single time you wash your hands, and not for like 10 seconds, 20 seconds. All right, you nasty. No, <laughs> no. <but laughs> Yeah, definitely wash your hands, though. I'm not joking about that. Wash your hands. Because um, we shouldn't tell people how to, to that you have to wash your hands. All right? From the, from the jump, everybody should just be washing their hands. But big shout-out to also Ferris um, for being a corresponding reporter for us, being on certain episodes. So I appreciate you, Ferris. Um, so big shout-out to Kim, Kwaku, Maria, Gwen, Chelsea and myself, we would like to thank you for allowing us to come in your headset um, monthly and listening to our voices being heard and just talking craziness. I know that a lot of people are saying that Chelsea talk a lot. But anyway, appreciate y'all. Until next season, y'all. Next season, season two is going to be bigger. It's going to be bold. Um, appreciate y'all. Chelsea, I know you want to say something. I know you want to say something. Yes, I was going to say, I told you about the DMV story earlier and how they disrespected me. And now, disrespected by you. Wow. Yo, I'm hurt. 
All about love is love, no hate, no hate here, y'all. Always peace and love, and love. everyone. Um, enjoy, enjoy your holidays, and enjoy. Hopefully, a blessed 2021. Peace, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.